Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. What's up everybody? It's Dave Mormon here with Home Service Business Coach. I want to thank you so much for uh, following along with my content. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, thank you so much. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you so much. Um, what I'm really focusing on is building out both those channels so that we're going to be able to reach more people and help more people uh, get off the truck, build basic systems in their business because what I'm after is helping as many people as I can achieve freedom from their business so that their business doesn't override them in their personal life, which we know can tend to happen if you don't have solid systems. So I like to share on this podcast, on this channel, basic systems you can do. I like to give you advice uh, for things that you can implement into your business directly. Um, and I do this all completely for free. And for the 2% of keeners that watch and follow along and want to learn more, um, I do have a high-level coaching program where we actually hold your hand to help you implement all of these systems. So if you're interested in that, just click the link below. You can get on a free strategy call um, with me and my team. So let's dive in. Um, I want to make this message today that you don't need to get your business up to a million or two million or five million or 10 million in order to find a high level of fulfillment and satisfaction. So I wanted to break down um, kind of a pretty cool checkpoint that I that, that I found in my journey where you hit this level and you're like, man, this is actually like a pretty legitimate business right now. Yeah, it's not the biggest business in the world or even in our market, but it's a great one that's optimized for me and my lifestyle, okay? So that's kind of in and around the $500,000 mark in overall revenue. Now, if you're running a really efficient business, maybe more like 400,000, and if you've got, say, a painting business and you've got a bit more material, you might be more like 550, 600. But follow me on this example, um, regardless of what your service is, in and around that 500,000 mark, uh, and get get some uh, something to write with here, maybe your iPhone or, or a, a pen and paper, because um, I'm gonna break down a couple different things here you may wanna take notes on, okay? So what I've typically found with my service businesses is one truck, we do two-person crews, and that one person truck will produce in and around $250,000 of revenue. Yes, I've had crews that have definitely done more than that and I've had some crews that have done less than that. And so if you wanna to get to kinda of like the, the $500,000 level, I think honestly you're looking at having two trucks. Uh, if you're running window cleaning or really low ticket size, maybe $200 gutter cleans, maybe harder for that crew to hit that higher level of revenue versus if you're listening along here and say you do uh, painting jobs or you do roof cleaning jobs that are like $2,000 a pop, um, you could probably do it with, with two crews for sure and you could probably even move the needle a little higher on that 500,000. So again, these are averages, but half a million dollars, this is kind of the setup you're gonna have. You're gonna have two crews going on, uh, two people in each crew. So that's gonna be, uh, so far yourself, the owner, plus four technicians, okay, perfect. And then over here on the back end, you're gonna have someone working in the office. Now, 
at about a half million dollar revenue. That person will be um, probably closer to full-time than part-time, but probably in around 30 hours a week or so, give or take. Um, we've got percentages that we like to measure in our business. Um, and so generally for the office, in around seven-ish percent of revenue, I find is pretty good. You can even dial that a little bit higher if your office uh, is able to go out and actually book jobs, right? Depending, I find, kind of find the office, and this is a whole other side, but strong office people will be very administrative, great at scheduling, organizing, but some office admin people are actually very good at sales as well and can sell over the phone. For example, my office manager um, booked over $50,000 a few weeks ago, literally over the phone and email because she's super good at what she does. So you can uh, kind of figure that out on your own, but that's kind of a, a messy kind of percentage where you may want to end up in your business and at least it's worked really well for me. So at about half a million dollars, you've got four technicians, and you've got uh, the office uh, manager over here. Okay, so you've got five people plus yourself and you may need a floater third crew um, if you're running lower ticket size. But regardless, you don't have right now 15, 30, 50 people to manage. Like this is a very efficient business uh, and it should also be a very profitable one for you, the owner right here. You should easily be making $100,000 uh, of, of net profit on this business and anywhere I'd say in the hundred to hundred and fifty thousand dollars range should include your pay plus the net profit um, for your business uh, from that your business kicks off and so a lot of you are like man if I could make 10k a month from this uh, I could leave my other job and also then have like this really sweet business and generally too what you'll find at this level is you're really working, I would say, nine to 10 months per year. Um, this has been my experience when I had my painting companies, is like January and February are super slow. We actually had like slower December as well. I would actually leave the country for that November, December range, literally for like 40 days and go backpack through Southeast Asia. I did that a number of times throughout my mid to late 20s. And so it's not a business where you necessarily need to be managing all these people and you always need to be around. Like I really think in, in this framework of the half million dollar business, you've got your office um, going and, and you're gonna know if you've got someone good in the office in literally like your first week. Great way to know how, give you some coaching here. Do they make your life, the business owner, easier? Yes, they're not gonna be perfect, <clears throat> excuse me, and they're gonna have some screw ups, but Generally, do they make your life easier? Yes or no? It should be a very simple answer. If you're having to think about it, it's probably a no. And then over here with your technicians, you need to make sure your two lead technicians are absolute all-stars and you want to have both of them go growing in your company and pushing into that production manager position, which you're going to need once you get your third crew um, on the road. And so right now for two crews, you don't really need tab necessarily a full-time production manager but once we get that third crew you've then got six technicians they're going to be calling you more we want them to be calling the production manager and so if you can focus as a business owner get your office super set up well get your office manager selling jobs over the phone get everything systematized there's a whole lot of systems that go into that and then get your lead technicians and coach them how to problem solve, how to think for themselves critically, how to talk to homeowners, how to get reviews, how to collect payment, how to do basic marketing. 
give them a pricing sheet of your services, give them upsell commissions, um, literally teach them leadership, customer service, your core values, like pour into those two lead technicians because they're the ones that are spending actually the most time with your customer because they're on the job site. And then your other technicians, um, you know, I, I like to call them technicians, not helpers. They're, they're assisting the lead technician. <clears throat> Have those guys, those girls, getting stoked to grow into a potential lead technician position where you could make, you know, 20% more per hour. You could get production bonuses. You can be eligible for this ski jump <clears throat> in your pay. And so that's how I want you looking at this business is like not just how you, the owner, can win, but how you can actually carve out winning for your whole team. And I love this level of about half a million dollars because it's just so simple. And I find like probably two thirds of listeners listening to this, they're like, man, if I could get there, I would just arrive in paradise, right? That would be heaven on earth if I could get my business up to that. And probably a third of the listeners right now are like, okay, 500 grand, I've kind of done that. Sounds kind of about what we're doing. I want to scale up, I want to go more. And so you can definitely move your business 750 a million beyond. Um, and with that, it's going to become a production manager position. You're going to be dropping in crews three and four. You're going to be transitioning yourself to more of kind of a CEO role because at the half million dollar level, like what are your responsibilities as a business owner? It's a very good question, right? You're going to be uh, really the manager of your business. Like you're not really the owner right now where it can run like tickety-boo without you. And trust me, even when you have managers, it doesn't run completely perfect all the time. It's a home service business. You have people and trucks and clients to, to fulfill on. There's going to be things that happen uh, every single day in your business. And so never watch this channel and think, oh, this is the four hour work week, you do nothing. No, this is get 80% of the day to day off your plate so you can focus on higher level things or you could go start other businesses, but you never lose that responsibility as a business owner. For example, my crew's driving around today, we're putting up a whole bunch of holiday lights. When things happen, I may not be on the job site, our manager may fix a problem, but it's still ultimately the business owner's responsibility. So as you scale up with systems, there's inherently more risk, um, but there is also potential for more rewards because if you can make 20 to 30% profit on every technician in the field, uh, I would rather have 10 of those people, 10 technicians than have two of them, right? It just becomes a matter of you get paid for the value that you provide to the world. And so you're really the manager in this role. Um, you're coaching your office admin, and then you're probably also gonna be the one put out in the big game to go quote those large jobs, right? If you get a $5,000 ticket calling in, your office manager's probably not gonna wanna be booking that over the phone. We're probably gonna wanna go get eyes on the project. And so you, the owner, you're going to be going, um, you're going to be in charge of all the hiring, all the interviewing, um, all the system building. You're gonna be in charge of the production. Um, you should not be doing the schedule. You should not be doing largely the fulfillment. Um, and, and, and so you really become kind of this manager slash, like production manager slash sales manager hybrid role because those are the next two positions that you need to hire for. You're gonna to need to get production off your plate 
and then you're going to need to get sales off your plate, right? And for me, that happened very back-to-back. Uh, -back. And so what I would do as a framework, if you're trying to grow your home service business and you're like, what is a good pay, Steve? You should be growing, I would say, by about $250,000 per year because that's stacking on an additional crew each year. Um, and that's going to take your business to seven figures in four years or pretty close to it. And so just look at that, you know, your first year you're doing 250, you're on the truck in mid-year like me, you did a lot less. I did $89,000. It took me two years to actually get over that $200,000 mark. So it can take you a little bit longer, but I'll kind of describe the four years and, and what that looks like here for you. Okay, so growing by $250,000 each year, you know, you got $250,000 in your first year, okay? You're on the truck, and again, I said, you know, you may not do that even your first year, it may take a couple years, that's all good. Second year, third year, whatever it is, you're then doing half a million dollars and you've got the two crews like we described the setup here. The third stage is hitting 750. You add your third crew in, right? Maybe a fourth crew floater. You get your production manager in, that's a big year. You're still in sales, but you're wanting to kind of give it off. And then million bucks, you add in your fourth crew. You can now dish off sales. You've got someone in the office. You've got production. You've got your business set up. And then you're kind of in that general manager role for your company. So you're kind of like halfway through your, your walk to seven figures. But also, like, I want to encourage you on this video, like, don't get, don't let your ego get in the way on, you know, you have to, like I said, hit a million or two million or five million. Like, I think in contracting, we really wear our revenue almost like a name on our chest, right? It's like, hello, my name is whoever and, you know, my revenue number. And it's like, okay, we're trying to get kind of a gauge of how big of a top dog you are. And I just like totally go against that culturally in my like DNA and my ethos because you don't need to hit a million dollars to have a successful business. <clears throat> and for me, for many years, I cruised my business, my painting business, in around this five hundred dollars to six hundred thousand dollar mark, um, and it was very good, right? I was able to pull one hundred and twenty grand per year. I took three months off of vacation, like literally to travel the world every single year, um, and that was like you know seven years ago when things definitely weren't as expensive now. Um, and then I grew Revive, right? And, and waited a couple years before I even started paying myself. But the beautiful thing now with my business is there's no royalties to pay where my franchise was um, paying royalty fees on every single dollar of revenue that I did. And so you wanna really think, what is the end result of your business? And what do you really want to be achieving from it? And I think a lot of you may just think lofty, oh, we have to hit five million because of this. It's like, start to think about how you can have more of an optimized business. And yeah, growing revenue is important, but growing revenue just for the sake of growing revenue is kind of ridiculous. Like I would more think, how much money do you actually wanna make as a business owner? If that's 100K or 200K or 400K, whatever it is, and if you make 400K from your business, congratulations, you're in the top 1% of income earners in the country in the US and so you want to kind of think what do I want to get from my business and I will tell you as you add more crews more managers more complexity to get there it will require your time to be invested in but once the machine is built up you're going to turn into more of kind of a moderator in your business and make sure everything is running uh, and that's a great place to be so I'd say like in around 500k right here 
Again, you've got your, your tight team of five people plus yourself, right? Maybe a floater. It's very profitable, but I would be thinking, because you're still gonna be in this business, I'd say about 30 hours plus per week. I'd be thinking, how could you ladder up, go a little bit bigger, get time to put a production manager in, and then you can significantly drop your time. Um, and, and so it can literally throttle from like moving your time from 30 hours a week down to like five to 10. And again, you're still gonna have responsibility for your crews, but that's kind of like a pretty sweet spot to be. So want to encourage you, we're gonna wrap up, but you know, the biggest business isn't always the best business, but think about how things can be optimized. And I will tell you like half a million dollars, it's a whole lot better than being like 200K and you're literally the person on the truck literally doing everything because that's like a 70 hour work week. This is like a sweeter setup. You work half the time. Um, you've got a team you can rely upon for the fulfillment and for the office. And then it just comes down to like, hey, any problems you see in your business this week or things that frustrate you or you rant to your buddies about or your spouse about, those are the systems that you need to work on fixing um, because the better our fulfillment is and our delivery to our clients, that's just gonna create better marketing, better branding, um, better sales, and then you're gonna be able to charge more, have more profit, attract better people to your team. So like everything works in tandem. That's why you see companies and you're like, how did they grow? What was the one thing they did? They probably did like hundreds of things that you just didn't see and they did them over a ridiculous long time and that's what caused the compounding effect and that's where they are today. So there is no one big silver bullet you're gonna get, but if you come off this video, take some notes down, go out and implement, and you do this week over week, that's how your company's going to grow. So we'll wrap up there guys, 500K, pretty sweet spot to be. Don't let anyone tell you what your goals should be other than what they are to yourself. Uh, comparing yourself to other businesses is uh, not healthy, although we all do it spend less time on social media comparing and more time plotting out exactly what you want your company to be and then work backwards to go achieve it. So thank you so much for watching. If you've watched or listened this far, please subscribe to the channel. Please like this video. And if you're listening on the podcast and you've been listening for a while, please, when you pull over, take the 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review because that tells the search engines that this is good content and will just rank us better uh, and be able to, for me, to share more of this valuable content with more great home service entrepreneurs. So have an incredible day, everybody, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.